How you doing, folks? And welcome to the Green Machine Podcast. We're back with another episode of our 2002 World Cup series, and we're going to bring you another watch back of one of our games. So, of course, Ireland versus Germany in the second group game, which was 20 years ago today. I'm joined today by Martin. I suppose we watched all of this back last week, didn't we? We watched everything in, in its entirety back. And you and David kind of um, cited this one as your favourite. Yeah, this was this was the favourite one for me. Uh, you know, the moment the World Cup is for Ireland is in this game uh, with Robbie King. A spoiler alert, but you know the the last minute goal to equalise kept us in the World Cup basically, um, and a really good performance overall as well, which we'll come on to talk about. Um, it was yeah, look, they were a really good side, Germany. They got to the final, didn't they? So yeah, um, this was a massive, massive match for us. And yeah, we really acquitted ourselves really well, I thought. And yeah, we've got a really good result. So yeah, really good game. Yeah. So just like last time, we're going to watch the footage back um, of, of the Germany game and, the, and, and um, from that day, again, 20 years ago today, which is hard to believe. But thing is, Martin, like the Cameroon match, the momentum we saw in that second half, it sounds like we're talking about a match that just happened last week, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. But the, the momentum from the second half certainly carried into this. Like we spoke about Eamon Dunphy and um, his kind of post-match comments saying that Ireland have to sustain that second half performance for the 90 minutes against Germany to get some kind of result. And, and they did it, didn't they? They 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 battered. Now it was it was end-to-end for the most part, but but they battered Germany at parts, didn't they? Yeah, it was, a, it was quite an open game, really. Lots of chances for both teams. Um and I think we fully deserved our draw, at least at the very minimum. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's, this is one of the best Ireland performances I've, I've been witness to over the years. And yeah, we, we definitely deserve what we got. And the lads never gave up fair, fair play to them because there was a lot of pressure on this game going into it with Cameroon. We're going to be playing Saudi Arabia, who were the whipping boys of the group yeah. in their games. They would have gone ahead of us if we hadn't got a result. Um, so, um, you know, we knew they were going to win against Saudi Arabia. So we needed to get something. A draw was the very minimum. Um, and it kept us in it, basically. And the thing was, I mean, Germany, their previous game was the 8-0 against Saudi Arabia. So, you know, the, yeah. the, the Irish lads, and there a bit of footage of them saying that they went home or, or went back to the hotel or whatever, and they watched it. And they were like, Jesus, you know, that, that, yeah. that team's on fire. Because this German team, um, I, I wouldn't say that they scraped to the World Cup, but they they were level on points in their qualifying group against um, with England. So England, Finland, Greece, and Albania. And of course, that famous uh, that famous result, Martin, the five one loss to England in Munich. So yeah. that was that was a big feature of those those qualifications. They're still going on about it, you know, the English about that five one loss. But they are it, still going on about that. And yeah. I, I've got I've got something to say on that. To be honest, if you look at back, watch that back that game, and you know, I know England won five one, but I mean, Germany had loads of chance in that game. They could yeah. have been out of sight. I mean, he made some brilliant saves. I think it was obviously Seaman in goal by then. But it it just was everything England hit that night went in and, and they could have been well out of sight Germany it was one of those um so yeah I mean it, the 5-1 really does flatter England when you look back at that because you've got to remember England still struggled to get to that World Cup they yeah. still had to rely even though they had that fantastic result in their group they still had to rely on David Beckham's free kick in the last minute mm. uh, Old Trafford against Greece to qualify so you know Germany were not no mugs they were a good side yeah um, and, I think they were one nil up in that game they were, yeah, they, they, they were. Make, make and, and, and they had chances. They had chances yeah. to go 2-0 up. And then England just got, got into it and got into the flow of things then. And it was literally everything that went went through England's attack just seemed to come off for them. Yeah. And then they, they went into the playoffs then. So they played Ukraine. And Ukraine actually drew with them one all um, in Kiev. And, of course, Andrei Suchenko was playing for them at the time. So they, they, they were kind of fancying themselves to maybe get a result. Um, 
I think the 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 return leg, having looked at, it, I think it was in Dortmund. Now Germany won four one, but I mean they they did take the second leg of a of a playoff to get into the World Cup. So I suppose we were probably I wouldn't say fancying our chances to beat them, but we were certainly fancying our chances to get a result against them. So you know certainly after beating Holland. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like we were we were very positive after our um after the game against Cameroon because you have got to remember the backdrop is still there with Roy Keane and everything like that. The fallout was still happening. Um, the team had obviously galvanised, got that important draw with, thanks to Matt Holland uh, in Ibaraki, and, um, and and that was it then. No, sorry, Nagata. This is in Ibaraki, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Ibaraki, yeah. Talk us through Ibaraki, though, Martin, because obviously you, you were there, as we've mentioned. So how was this compared to Nigata? Yeah, this was a this was a good one. because So the World Cup's kind of basically in full flow by now, and we'd actually watched a few of the games. We've seen how England had got on. And I think I mentioned the last one when we talked about Cameroon, that the night before the Cameroon game, we were in a bar and we met, which basically become our little small local, or our last call, last kind of call on the way home, this little local became. Um, but we watched it in, I think we watched the England-Sweden game uh, in the Hobgoblin in Tokyo. So a kind of theme pub, I suppose it was. And I'll never forget, I think Declan Finnegan mentioned it on on his podcast that we watched the game there and it was absolutely jam-packed. The Japanese really got behind like the poster boy Beckham of the tournament. Yeah. And and it was so kind of congested in there that Declan, I remember, pointed out to us that I got a Japanese guy, business suit, little briefcase, took out like his binocular, binoculars and <laughs> watched the game, pointed them at a mirror and watched the game at a mirror that he could see then a reflection and, and he was that's what he watched the game from it was absolutely jam-packed and then that's uh, um, that's that's serious physics isn't yeah it? exactly yeah um japanese no, efficiency yeah um and and i think you know uh, in the last one i said about how before ireland's game and i, I met some bournemouth fans following england and they're all very positive about ireland and stuff like that and when they've got a few results then it kind of changed their mood and they were you know, I remember seeing this guy and go, oh, you told us about Matt Holland and stuff. And he was like, he had never had this conversation. He was with a few more boisterous England fans um, out in the pub that night. But yeah, look, we, we were going into this. It was a night game as well. So um, it, it was kind of, you know, killing the killing the day. We've done a lot of the tourist stuff over there as well. But it was, yeah, a good trip up to Ibaraki. Um, and then, yeah, we would, this was the pressure one. We knew we were going to see a really good German side. And oh, again, just being over there, can't emphasise enough how, you didn't have internet on your phone and things like that. You were getting a lot of information through. So we didn't even really know, you know, you would queue up every day to kind of get on the internet for a little bit to kind of see what the news from the World Cup was. Yeah. Um, that you could understand it. So you weren't getting, like now you have Sky Sports News speculating and interviewing everyone before the games and what they think and what's going to happen. You didn't have that back then. So we didn't know that McAteer, we, well, obviously we thought McAteer might be a, an injury doubt, but it was nothing confirmed or anything on team news and things. So yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. Um, and, and like, I think this is around the time as well, we'd gone out uh, to Chiba city um, in the, in between the games and watched them training, which was brilliant because we got pitch side and stuff like that. We, we were in Island gear and, you know, a, Again, probably blagging it a bit, but they just thought we were part of the back backup <laughs> wouldn't, scene. Wouldn't be like him, Martin. Yes, it wouldn't be like me at all. Um, but yeah, I remember just sitting at the side and kind of blending in with you know photographers, whoever it was, covering it. And but there was loads and loads of fans there, and yeah, fantastic uh, just to see the lads up close as well, training. And yeah, it, it was it was good. It was it, it was good, and really looking forward to this game. As I said, was was that the was that the training where they played uh, football where they played gar? I'm not sure. I think it yeah. might have been because I think there was. There was some, there, there was some really good like football in it. I remember just some 
I think it was like a Stephen Reed free kick or something was hit shooting practice anyway. I think it was there was a, definitely some shooting practice going on because yeah. Stephen Reed was absolutely the the I, I that lived with me a long time seeing him strike the ball and his technique and stuff. I know he actually rattled the bar at one stage. Um, and there was lots of oohs and ahs from like the fans yeah. watching, not really knowing what was going on. But no, it was brilliant to be there and see it. Yeah, All very our, relaxed. Yeah, our answer to Stephen Jared, wasn't he? So yeah. that that German team actually just, just just kind of have it in front of me there. But like something I forgot, like the Bayern Leverkusen that got to the Champions League final um, against Real Madrid, hadn't they? They just lost a couple of months before. But like a big chunk of that German team were with them. You know, you Carson Ramelow, you Bernd Schneider, you uh, Michael Ballack. Um, a couple of other lads. Oliver was Oliver Beerhoff with them at the time. Like there was a there was a big chunk. Um, no, he wasn't actually with them. Beerhoff, no, but there was a big chunk of that team where we're in the German side, weren't there? So, you know, very close to a European title. They beat Manchester United, obviously in the semi final. So, you know, they 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 were a very good side. Just to go through the lineups actually as well. So the the German lineups. So Oliver Cannon goal uh, back three of Thomas Linke, Carson Ramelo, and Christoph Metzelder midfield. Four or midfield five, rather, of Torsten Frings, Dietmar Hammond, Bernd Schneider, Michael Ballack, and Christian Ziga. And then up top was Miroslav Klose and Carson Janker. Bit of an obscure team, wasn't it? I mean, like Hammond, Hammond's on Irish TV now. Yeah. Um, and, and, and of course, then he put that picture up a couple of years ago where he, he swapped the jersey with Matt Holland. And, um, you know, Miroslav Klose, I mean, he was only 24 at the time. I thought he was much older for some reason. But, but I mean, he was, he was hitting the stride, wasn't he? Carson Janker was a... A fairly obscure one, wasn't he? Like he was, uh, he was kind of their donkey up front, wasn't he? He was just a big lump, but he wasn't very, yeah. uh, wasn't very prolific or anything like that. And then, you know, Mikel Ballack, like he, he was turning into a great player, Martin, wasn't he? You know, he, yeah, he, he was he excellent. Was, yeah, he was fantastic at this World Cup overall, and they and they really missed him when he was in. Like he missed out, didn't he? And I think the, the did he miss out in the final? Yeah, he did. Suspended. Yeah, did, yeah. 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 Um, but he was a fantastic player and, and he obviously went on to do it in the Premier League as well. Um, but Haman was very experienced. You know, I think he, he was the, he's the guy who scored the last ever goal at the old Wembley Stadium. Yeah, scored the winner at Wembley, yeah. Yeah, um, which, I th- and then Keegan resigned in the tunnel on, on the TV interview, yeah. if I remember. But yeah, they, they were very experienced. So you've got to remember, like, when it comes to tournament football, Germans were ruthless. And no matter what form they are going into them, they, they always seem to perform. Um, and... You know, you just don't know what you're going to get with them, but they're normally quite consistent and they're just kind of machine basically. And, you know, this is a team six years on from winning the Euros in in Wembley in England. And, um, you know, they're a very good side and they were going to be difficult for us to play against and beat. And, you know, they're coming off an absolute, you know, high of one of the highest ever goals, you know, in a match against uh, the Saudis. Yeah. Yeah, hammering, so... Well, they they something to kind of prove, didn't they? Because they they went down the group stage of the Euros in in twenty twenty, mm. having having been holders, so they they like to, to kind of make up for Oliver Kahn as well. I mean, we can't go go without mentioning him. He was he was a phenomenal goalkeeper, wasn't yeah, he? he? Was probably yeah. the best in the world at the time, I'd say. Yeah, he probably was. Fair, yeah, yeah. And just a reminder that um that the Germans were, were managed by Rudy Voller, and I just go through the Irish lineup. So Shea giving in goal, Steve Finn in a right back. Uh, Gary Kelly, Steve Staunton, centre-half, and uh, Ian Hart, left-back. Then the midfield was Gary Kelly on the right, Mark Hinsel and Matt Holland in the middle, and Kevin Kilban on the left, and then Robbie Keane and Damien Duff up front. Uh, Jason McAteer ruled there, wasn't he, Martin? And, and that was a bit of a controversial one because he, he knew he wasn't fit, but he, he travelled anyway and, you know, um, definitely wasn't fit against Cameroon anyway, but he was ruled out against Germany. Yeah, this is a... An interesting one as well. Uh, you know, he he kind of fully admitted in afterwards then that he wasn't fit and he was gonna be um, you know, like he was struggling with injuries and stuff. So, but he but he didn't 
he didn't tell Mick everything, honestly, yeah. and and then he kind of did break down and stuff, and was very disappointed. Obviously, he didn't could, didn't come. But I mean, I think you know you're at a World Cup, and like I think I said it before as well. You know, you got the contrast of Roy Keane leaving the World Cup or being put out. David wants yeah. to have that. Um, but, <laughs> well, let him have this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you got to just remember that you know McAteer was there. He'd been at a World Cup previously as well, and and you've got to be a team player, haven't you? And he. I've seen even in his, in his his Irish Times thing afterwards. I think it's Irish independent. He might have done a a diary during the World Cup. He was very very disappointed. Naturally, we we understand that. But you know, I think I think he was even thinking of going home and stuff. And I just think that's a bit petulant, to be honest. Yeah. Didn't sit well with me. That was some of the feedback we were getting, and obviously that all came out a bit after. But um, wouldn't be like him to to make it all about himself, would it? <laughs> no, but I think he had to even be convinced to kind of travel. And I think he, I don't think he regretted then traveling with the team. I mean. Surely, even if you're injured, you're, you're going to to support the team anyway. If you're over there, and yeah, I, I, that just didn't sit well with me. I mean, we I remember like obviously being out socializing in in Tokyo, as it were, and a couple, um, couple of seven, a couple of seven yeah, ups, and yeah, and uh, we and met um, yeah, we met Jason McAteer's dad, and um, he's a bit of a character as well. And he was saying like, you know, that he's always really struggling at the moment to to get fit, but he's trying his best, and he's really be he's really disappointed like at the moment just that he was. He's, he's carrying this injury and he, he might not you know be able to stay on in the world cup and stuff but you know it's a it was a funny situation anyway and you know i was i was quite happy to be honest seeing finland come into that squad definitely into the team because he he was one of our best players in this world cup in my view anyway but he was excellent in the first half wasn't he or sorry in the second half against cameroon so yeah. momentum kind of took him forward so what we'll do, similar to the, the first episode uh, for the cameroon match we are going to watch this along we're going to watch the highlights of the Ireland-Germany game on the Rising Suns DVD. So we've gone back in a time machine and we put our Walkmans down and taken out our DVD player. So Martin and I are going to watch it. I'm going to try my best to um, get the audio in for any kind of highlights and so on, and uh, and we'll see how we get on with it. So it didn't work amazingly well for the Cameroon match. Um, it was a little bit um, little bit blurry, wasn't it? A little bit, um, you know, a bit, bit uh, fuzzy or whatever. But, but we'll give it a bash anyway. We'll listen back. We'll have a bit of crack with it. We'll discuss it. And then we'll have a little debrief when we're done. So just looking there, Martin, the, the fireworks uh, display beforehand. Yeah, this was brilliant. I mean, it, it, just the night game's a bit of a different vibe, isn't it? And yeah. you kind of, you know, you've, you've, you're traveling, you're quite optimistic for what's going to happen. And yeah, it just it was, it was better probably for our players. You've got to remember, we come from a, a quite hot, humid stadium yeah. in the afternoon against Cameroon, which probably favored them. And this game was going to be a bit of a leveler now and, yeah. of where we're playing at night. Stunning, a stunning stadium, isn't it? Yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, brilliant. As I said, just the aesthetics. Jesus, they put us in early pressure there, didn't they? Carson Yanker into Ian Hart. Clip yeah. there of Rudy Voller. Grumpiest looking man, isn't he? <laughs> but even the Germans, like even the shape of them. Yeah. Just a really, 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 really um, drill team, weren't they? Early chance there for Carson Yanker into the arms of Shea Given. I mean, he was an obscure one, wasn't he? He was. I mean, if you, if you said to me who played up front that day, I, I would know Klosser, but Jeez, I could probably have a hundred guesses and what not really guess him. Yeah. I couldn't remember him at all, really. But um no, they were all, very good, yeah. good, good side. It was all Germany for the, the first few minutes. Early penalty shift there for Yanker, but I think Gary Breen just kind of muscled him off the ball. Rudy Voller was going ape shit. <laughs> but it was all them really for the first few minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, even looking in the crowd, you can see different flags and obviously the Irish flags and stuff. Shamrock Rovers, you'll love that. Yeah. But um, oh, it, it was brilliant. Like yeah. it, it was fantastic seeing it. 
Damien Duff with a lovely little run there. Oliver can't claim that he was so good in that game. Yeah. So, so good in that game. Yeah. And then just a, a little shot there of uh, Bertie Vox, who was the he was the Scotland manager then, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, this was this is just coming up now. This is where Stan, this is a definite penalty. Yeah. I don't know how they that's <laughs> Jim 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 Beglin saying it's a clear dive then on the replay Jesus Stan just takes the leg off him doesn't he yeah. now closely exaggerates that doesn't he? Yeah, he does. like he throws himself in the air but if he if he just goes down it's a penalty but I love Jim I love Jim there you know the, re- yeah, guess, no the referee got it right absolutely biased brilliant Stan got away with it there though didn't he yeah now And that's the goal they're going in, isn't it? So it was a fantastic goal. Yeah. Like, Mirosov like, closer, yeah, one yeah. nil. I mean, it's a brilliant goal. I mean, that, that's I, I said it when we were on our on our kind of review of the whole tournament that we did. Um, it reminds me really of the Robbie Brady goal in, yeah. in Lille the night. Um, and it, it's such a hard skill to execute that from a ball kind of dropping over your shoulder and you're you're getting your head onto it. But he really do, he did very well. Dropped off Stan. And he just got in there oh, again. Stan just playing him on. It's actually really poor defending, isn't it? Yeah. Because I mean, the cross, uh, the, the, the cross is just in front of the halfway line, really. Well, just yeah. in front of the, the center circle, really. And you know, great ball by Balak. And I just saying, his weaker left, yeah. weaker left foot as well. Just a little dink in, but yeah, the header, header's excellent. Could Shea yeah. have saved it? I think Shea should have done better. And I was, it, it probably is, sounds critically quite harsh on this, but I think he should have done a bit better there. It, it, you know he's used the pace as a ball from Balak, which is a fantastic ball. Yeah, but and, he, and he's guided it on. But um, yeah, look, he was. Yeah, it's a great goal. And then we came kind of back into it. So Khan just kind of coming out one on one with Tuff and just absolutely clattering him like he was fearless. Khan yeah. wasn't he? He was he was a real sweeper keeper. Like people talk about Manuel Neuer. And the ability yeah. that he has to kind of play as a sweeper and come out a lot and kind of protect um protect the box and protect it almost his own half. Um so makes his you know makes it a lot harder to break against him. But Khan kind of uh you know Khan was the first one to do it, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely old school, wasn't he? Uh like old school goalkeeper, just tough as nails and yeah, absolutely fearless. Now I thought that was an hard chance there, but just going out for a corner there. But I mean, we we really responded to that goal, didn't we? It was all us just in the the exchange after, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it definitely was, and you know that, that that's what Mick would have been really pleased to see as well. It, we, we didn't just sit back and and kind of settle. We we, we had settled after the goal, really soft goals concede in a sense. But you know, you just got to play in their half. I know that's a real cliche, but like we we really took it to the, the game to them then and. Yeah, we're very even, dangerous and create lots yeah. of chances. You know? Even looking there, like Oliver can like fisting it away, just absolutely fearless. Yeah, this is the, the Matt Holland chance. Yeah, I think it's and it's exactly the same technique as, as his goal in um against Cameroon. Deja vu, isn't it? Yeah, and it even is, like lo- looking at the replay there, it's the same facial expression, yeah. it's the same stance, it's the same kind of strike. Like we like I know, I know we've only mentioned a couple of times when we actually spoke <laughs> spoke to Matt Holland. Like we kind of said how, you know, the, the direction of the ball doesn't change at all, does it? It's just just a straight kind of... Um, it's like a drive, a straight, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a dart, isn't it? Yeah. There's just no movement in it, but it's so direct. Like, But but it's so funny how, how um, you know, because remember he said like, oh, um, you know, it just opened up perfectly and it just pulled off. Yeah. That was nearly the same, except it just went wide of the post. 
That's what he chance. wanted to the team, though, didn't he? So that was it. Oh, he did, you know, just from range. Another chance here for Germany. Shea gave him with a great save there. Carson Yanker doing a Carson Yanker <laughs> and hitting the right of the goalkeeper. Just for any, any younger listeners, um, Martin, who could we compare Carson Yanker to? He actually had another great chance there just, did, just in the yeah. replay. Who could we compare him to? He was just like, he had a big bald head in him. He was about six foot four. Wasn't very prolific. Just a big lump of a man. Now, no yeah, chance here. Yeah, he just seemed to get in the positions though, didn't he? Damien Duff on the ball here. Yeah. But like, even just watching this passage of play here, like we've yeah. crossed it from the left. And then we, and this is like Robbie attempting over a kick at the end of it. But we've actually attacked down the left and then settled and then swung in another cross from the right. This is like stuff yeah. you normally, this is in the first half. This is stuff you normally see when you're really pushing for it. No, late on and putting a team and penning them back on the edge of their box. We, we, we were really... all about we were all about the crosses, weren't we? Yeah, we were you know? definitely. Yeah, and even there, just uh, as Martin mentioned, so Robbie Keane with the attempted bicycle kick that just went over the head of Oliver Kahn, and we saw that again. I don't, don't want to give it away. Well, people know anyway, but the Spain game as well, very similar one, just kind of tries to overhead it. Yeah, just showed how good he was. Now half time there, just in our highlights. So Germany won Ireland nil. Maris Laplace in the nineteenth minute. It's hilarious doing this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what happened. Yeah. But look, we have to do it for effect, Martin. We have to That's do it. it. Yeah. Entertainment value and so on. Just looking there, like Damien Duff, um, you know, coming on in the analysis of the highlights. He looks so young, doesn't he? They're just oh, into this. this is, yeah. Just into this is Robbie. Then this this is something I did. Like Robbie didn't. I can't really remember him doing this often. But you know, yeah. Robbie was a name. He was going to be a name, bigger name after this World Cup, of course. But you know, he was definitely one. He wasn't afraid to get stuck in, was he, Robbie? Yeah, so so we kind of, well, I suppose him and Mirosal Close have kind of had a coming together. Oh. Damien Duff with a great chance there. Um, Oliver Kahn just kind of stopping him from point blank. But yeah, Mirosal Close and Robbie Keane, just a bit of a coming together. And yeah. Robbie doesn't actually react. I never noticed that before. And Metzelder, um, Metzelder's about, you know, Jesus, about six or five, very, very tall guy. And he just kind of reacts to Robbie. Robbie doesn't even budge. And then Oliver Kahn comes out and kind of, Drags Robbie away, kind of gives him a big bear hug kind of thing. Yeah. But um, unusual though, yeah, because you know you just, can see you can see Robbie wasn't having a go. Just that Damien Duff chance there is very very similar to actually how we scored the equalising goal later on. Then it's a, a knockdown, and and it's um you Carson know a header down. Yeah, Carson Yanker again doing a Carson Yanker, just lobbing it over. That was a, <laughs> sorry sorry to interrupt you there, Martin, but that that Yanker chance just there, the one where he lobs it over. Um, Shay Given, like it's a great little dink, isn't it? From Balak again, and geez, given, given rushing out, and yeah, Steve Finnan nearly knocks himself out with the goalpost. But geez, that, that, that's an excellent chance, isn't it? Yeah. And if he had any bit of technique, he lobs that over Given, doesn't he? Just yeah. wide, wow, does. stop it, chair. I think, um, so two subs coming on. So Stephen Reed and all Quinn, of course, Quinn having a massive impact in that game. Yeah, like like I said there, you know, Damien Duff's chance there is from a knockdown from a header, and yeah. and he's his it looks very very similar to actually what we then later on scored. Robbie Keane is very very it's like a mirrored chance basically. So yeah. you'd hope that Mick had seen that and thought this is this is going to be a good option now for us, and because he 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 did it straight away. The good thing about about Quinny was no chance here. When Quinn came on, he made a massive difference impact on this game he really yeah. did make a difference um you know he was a threat and god it was we were lucky to have him like that as well he was such a like he was such an influence on this game especially but you know he just offers you something different his experience was huge wasn't it yeah 
just that save there from Oliver Kahn, like another one-on-one with Robbie Keane, like he was, oh, it was, it was vintage Oliver Kahn. Just makes himself so big, so athletic, so fearless. He was, he was an excellent goalkeeper. Excellent, excellent goalkeeper. Scary looking as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Now. This is. That's Quinny's chance. So Quinn just lobbing over, but, you know, Finning going direct. Quinn not, kind of getting it down, holding it up, and then taking the shot on himself. This is it. They, just, they just couldn't cope with Quinn, though, doing this. Like, he's done it two or three no. times there now. and, and Unusual you know, shot, isn't it? Yeah. Hit, hit the kinda, in there. a way, you think he would like to have absolutely smashed it there. Yeah. But his body's a bit too technical. Kenny Cunningham coming on. My gym buddy coming on there for <laughs> Steve Staunton. I remember seeing a quote. Not that I, geez, I, I don't speak to Kenny in the gym or anything but like um, <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing a quote from Cunningham saying that his legs were absolutely trembling when he came on against Germany in that game and he was quite composed I remember he, he was a very good player on the ball Cunningham yeah, like you know, be, be, yeah before all this playing it out from the back stuff Quinn again good chance for Robbie Keane oh yeah Robbie Keane uh, stopped there from from point blank range again by camp but that's an outrageous save isn't it just mid-air yeah. just diving at him I think it was offside anyway but Jesus, like Cam was just... It's like Cam took a load of uh, pre-workout. He was just hyper. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think for even the one where he comes out with Duffer, if he's not getting the, the ball, he's going to get the man, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he just was so physically imposing. He kind of had that Schmeichelness about him, I think. He did, yeah. yeah. Like, as, as United fans, Martin, not to not to veer the conversation <laughs> a bit, but like... You know, when Schmeichel left, Cam Cam should have come in, shouldn't he? I know there was yeah. there was rumors back in the day. Now, ah, oh, that was that is hairs on the back of the neck going up. I've been at a few things in sport in life and seen live. That's definitely well up there. That one, that moment, incredible. Unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, it's I th- fantastic. Yeah, I think, to do I think, that. I think I've told this one a couple of times, but um, the the Germany game. So we got a half day from school, and my mum decided to have all the kids in the road up, you know, for a little World Cup party or whatever. Probably because half the parents are still in work, and <laughs> my mum was <laughs> off or something. But you know, she got cakes, and she got. I remember these tricolor marshmallows. They're absolutely manky and. <laughs> You know, all the cans of Coke and the cans of Seven Up, the, the whole lot. Like, and um, it was a cracking day outside because this was about maybe I'd say it was around one or two p.m. Irish time. Like, it was it was the afternoon, and it was absolutely scorching outside. And we're all football mad, you know. So we watched the first ten minutes, and then you know, Closer had scored. We all went outside, have had a massive game. I'd say there was about twenty kids outside, just having a big massive game of football. And then we came back for the last five minutes, and of course, Robbie scores, and we went absolutely apeshit. You know, yeah, something else though, something else, oh, and really even was. even there, like you know, the the last minute and pumping it forward again to try and have a go. Yeah. Just gonna have a little listen to full time. Eleven goals. He got a few more after that, Martin, didn't he? Yeah, he certainly did. Yeah, I like look Robbie. I think actually underrated with what he actually did with Ireland, um, but he because he was incredible. You know, and but, we don't have any, we've never had anything similar to him since. Uh, but even in that World Cup, and the highlights certainly don't do it justice. But he used to drop very deep, um, you know, in that World Cup because Duffer kind of 
Duffer was kind of pushed onto either wing, wasn't he? Like they were on the on the team sheet, they were both up front, weren't they? Yeah. But Duffer would kind of command the wings. He'd swap wing and he plays an extra winger. And Robbie would actually drop very, very deep, almost into midfield to receive the ball because he was very creative. You know, so so he was he was very underestimated. And, and as I said, like the highlights, if, if anyone watches a highlights reel of the 2002 World Cup, you probably won't see that with Robbie Keane. But if you watch the games in full, um, which I don't know why people will bother. <laughs> we did it for research purposes, but I mean the um you know the creativity that 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 he had in that 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 um that team was absolutely phenomenal. Some feeling though, Martin, like wasn't it? Even even watching it back, it just gets sweeter and sweeter. Twenty years it just, on, it, it just was unbelievable. And, and and the thing about it was, you know, it, it kept our World Cup hopes alive. You know, you have to remember that Cameroon were going to be going on to play Germany in the last game of the group, um, and we were going to be playing Saudi Arabia, which we thought was going to be the one that we need to win. It was going to probably come down to goal difference between ourselves and. You know, you know, we were hoping that Germany would do us a favour, um, but the set of press you needed the result, like you needed a draw a minimum, and they got that, and they and they yeah. were, the, I thought, the better team basically. I know Germany had chances, um, but you know, you know, Mick was really positive afterwards. Just a few quotes from him, you know, like we deserved something out of that game. We absolutely we battered them and gave Germany a, a good doing. Actually, we we had to take a chance at the end, but what's the point in going out without a fight? And that was it. You know, he says at half time, he said to them, you know, don't come in it, don't come off here beating them at football and lose. Come off having got a result. And I think this was a real, really, really galvanised Irish team here. You know, they they we come from a real low with the Roy Keane thing. And I know we don't want to go on about Roy Keane all the time, but it is the backdrop of his World Cup. And you know, even the players were thinking, God, we need to get something here. We're out. Yeah. Um, and they, but they didn't, we, we did create chances and they got hope from that and stuff. And, you know, I just think they got their just rewards there and they, they played really, really well. And it was then going on to obviously the, the, the pressure of uh, the next game where they would have to win to, to qualify basically. And I know that, that came to go down to goal difference as well, but you know, they were, it's interesting just even reading it there, like some other stuff, like Gary Kelly was like quite critical of the referee. But yeah. in the highlights I've seen, there's not too much. Like we got away with one with a clear penalty for them. Yanker right. on another day would have been if he'd been anyway a clinical striker. You know, if you think of Beerhop had been up there, yeah, um, yeah, he, he would have finished them those chances. So, well, Yanker, Yanker was like, um, I, I can't think of someone to compare him to. Like there, there's uh, he was just he was just a big klutz, wasn't he? Mm. Like just anyone younger, listen, like they like he retired fairly soon after that World Cup, I think. But he was just a big awkward lump. And um, you know, had absolutely no technique about him, but like that lob, um, that that one in the first half as well, you know, we 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 really got lucky. And I mean, close as well should have had a penalty, but he but he over exaggerated and kind of did himself out. Like even looking at the stats there, Martin, you know, Germany had um how many shots on target? Six shots on target to to our five. So it just shows how much we were in it. And I mean, that German team went on to the final. They didn't concede a goal um until Ronaldo scored in the final. Um, after Robbie scored, and of course they hadn't conceded against Saudi Arabia, so I mean it it it, it showed how good we were that we were the only team to actually score a goal against them. Now I know, look, their route there was fairly handy, wasn't? It? I think it was Paraguay, USA, Korea, um, you know. So if we topped that group, we we probably would have done just as well as them. Who knows? But I mean, you know, they it ju- it just showed our quality. Just a couple of quotes there. I know you meant, mentioned Gary Kelly. I actually remember there's a clip on YouTube. And it's the pre-match interviews. They basically pull about three or four lads in in the tunnel, and Kelly's there. And uh, Kelly's like, "There's going to be a few sore heads in Dublin and further afield tonight, you know." 
that kind of thing. You know, he's, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was a good character, I mean, Kelly. Th- this was the night I think the team went back um, to Chiba City. Um, and, and they, this is, I think, an infamous night in Irish football where basically, I think it's mentioned in Champagne football. I, I'll, I'll look this up a bit more. <laughs> but I think this is the night where, you know, they, they, they had the bar open and stuff. The team really went out celebrating. Now I know yeah. the job hadn't been done to qualify, but I think it was just on the back of everything. This was their release. Was was Mick like was Mick offered a contract after the Germany match? I think this could have been as well. Yeah, I think that might have happened. Um, I, I think, um, but I'm pretty sure this is this was an infamous night, and you know, then the next, you know, but when by the time they're leaving Chiba City, the bill is kind of being demanded of the FAI and negotiations Jesus. are happening because. Look, we need to work out what's happening with this because I think fans are in there and everything. I think that Eddie Mahoney, I think, is 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 in this. Uh, Eddie, Eddie yeah. actually got this. Now, if Eddie's listening, great friend of the podcast, great fella, Eddie. Um, as far as I know, Eddie's shirt collection started that night, the the yeah. the, the night of the Germany match. He he swapped. Um, if I remember the story correctly, Eddie had a Celtic jersey with him, yeah, and he swapped it with Stephen Reed. And um, and that's where Eddie's collection, the the James Nolan cole- collection, actually started. So that that's another very significant night in Irish football, if you think about it. It is, yeah, definitely. It was a great job he's done with that. I mean, um, yeah, I think that that is the story that I've heard as well. I mean, it, it was just brilliant because they, you know, they they knew that they were going to be in a really with a real chance of qualifying. You know, and they had to get the job done, obviously, against um, Saudi Arabia. But you know, they were they were a poor side. And you know we celebrated long and tonight with this one. To be honest, it was absolutely fantastic and unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Just a couple of quotes here from after the game. So Mick McCarthy, um, ju- just um, I think it was in the press conference just after. So he goes, "We deserve something out of the game. We battered them and gave Germany a good doing. Actually, we had to take a chance at the end. But what's the point of going out without a fight? That was never going to happen. It's a brilliant result, and we're in with a chance. And then one here from Damien Duff." Uh, we have missed a couple of chances, including myself. To score in the final minute was an unbelievable feeling. When Quinny came on, he gave us something different. We thoroughly deserved a draw and could have even won the game. I mean, Quinn's um, Quinn's impact was just so fitting, wasn't it? I think it was his his third last game for Ireland. Um, Stan's hundred game, I think, was it? Or, or yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Um, we ended up going back to a, a brilliant bar in Tokyo this night and a, a bit of a celebration. Um, and actually, yeah, no, no, we it was, this was a really good one, and there's some great photos actually from, from this. And I remember this was the, the fun of, of this was that we ended up, um, we ended up making up a bit of a song, <laughs> a few of us from Risk London that night. Now, I'm not going to sing it now, so you'll have to listen to future episodes because I will get the words out there, and I've got to obviously remember <laughs> it as well. But we made up a bit of a song, and it was all about Stan Staunton's 100th. And, Quinny and Finnan and um and obviously Robbie Keane's goal, but uh and and Ibaraki is in it as well. But I hope it's lads. clean. Hope it's a clean. Song. It is clean, yeah, yeah. But I remember just getting it on and uh, yeah. So um, but I remember even just um just thinking about songs actually from this World Cup. There was some ridiculous stuff, like the, the funny kind of things that were coming out with. And I think I mentioned that you know the people saying after the Cameroon game, people were singing, "Are oh, you watching Roy Keane and stuff?" But there was just some brilliant songs actually, and I. I I'll have to think about them all, and for a future episode, I'll 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 get my dulcet tones out 
and, uh, and and regale the audience with that because there was good little ones in there. We'll, we'll we'll put you in high def and you'll have to blast it out. You know, yes, yeah, be great. Yeah. We, we must uh, we must get Eddie's taking it as well. Obviously, that was he was someone else who was out that night. But yeah, um, yeah I'd say I'd say it was a messy one, uh, nonetheless. So. We're going to leave it there. Of course, any of your memories, like we, we've been getting a lot of fans sharing their memories of, of being at the World Cup or even just watching the World Cup or where they were at the time. So we're, we're, we love hearing that. And, and of course, keep that going. So we will be back next time with the Saudi Arabia match, um, which we're, we're very much looking forward to. I have, a, I have a great story from that one myself. I wasn't there, but um, I, do, I do have a great story from, from, um, from when I was watching it and so on. So thank you very much, Martin. We're going to leave it there for today. Um, as always, like and subscribe uh, all the different platforms that we're on. Of course, uh, the Green Machine and also Lansdowne Road. And then do check out the rest of our 2002 um, series. Of course, we did a Saipan episode. We did a full review of the World Cup. And um, we just did our, our basic take on, on Ireland's, uh, I suppose, performances at the World Cup. So there's a, there's a good bit of content here. This is episode seven of the series so there's another six to, to watch uh, to, to listen back to of course the Cameroon match as well you can listen back to us watching the game back and um, what better things can you do um, on a weekend so we'll leave it there all the best and take care <laughs>